On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with Ganesh from AI Hello. We talked all things Amazon. Guys, if you've been listening to this podcast for the last little while, you know that I am obsessed with spreading out onto different platforms, being where your customers are. I don't think that it is possible for brands to only sell on their own website in 2022. I think that you can, but I don't think that you're going to grow in the kind of way that you want to grow in 2022 and beyond. So we talked about you know what it takes to get uh, set up, some of the common pitfalls, why you should be using AI in certain areas of your business and not in other parts of your business. You guys are not going to want to miss this one. If you are a mid seven figure brand and above, listen up. Are you struggling with ads this year? Uh, how about growth in general? What about profitability? Supply chain issues got you down? You are not alone. As a brand owner myself, I totally get this. iOS 14 has ravaged many smaller brands. The good news, our clients at Upgrowth and the brands that we own have not been touched. Don't get me wrong. We had to fight to figure out how to advertise effectively in a post-surveillance ad world, but we learned some incredible lessons along the way, and we want to share some of those lessons with you. So go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow to apply for a free growth plan today so we can show you what is working in a post iOS 14.5 world. Again, that is www.upgrowthcommerce.com grow. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, are you trying to continuously optimize your website and still you suffer from a poor conversion rate? Do most of the visitors on your website just drop off without actually viewing a single product and you've got zero clue why? And did you know that the average conversion rate in brick and mortar is actually 30%? Imagine having a 30% conversion rate on your website. Sounds like a dream, right? That's because your website is missing the biggest driver of conversion that brick and mortar stores have. And that's a sales associate. Rep is a company that has developed the world's first ever AI-powered sales associate and is bringing the store associate online for e-com brands. It is a sales-focused chatbot that uses AI to automatically identify and approach disengaged customers with a contextual and personalized conversation to upgrade your customer experience and increase your sales. Just like in brick and mortar, it recommends products, answers product-related questions, and even upsells. So go to hellorep.ai slash upgrowth and get a two-week free trial and a special offer just for our listeners. 50% off your first 12 months. You are not going to want to miss this one. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back with another episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Today I am joined by Ganesh all the way from Toronto, another Canadian on here, or at least somebody in Canada. Looking forward to chatting. Ganesh, for people who don't know anything about you, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Gotcha. So what we do is we focus on PPC automation, the marketing, which we call as the engine of any you know, e-commerce. And we focus specifically on Amazon because if you're starting out on e-commerce, it's best to start with Amazon and then you know, move on to Shopify or WooCommerce. We focus primarily on the you know the low-level mundane work that humans should not do, you know, with speed optimization, transferring the keyword. We automate all of it. 
using seasonality, using our forecast algorithm. Recently, we have been, you know, kind of very optimistic because we got into this advanced partner status, which makes us in the top 5% of the agencies worldwide for Amazon. Cool. And we are very thrilled, you know, a huge team of PPC experts. They bring a lot of expertise into how to help sellers. We don't work with the low-level sellers, you know, someone that like makes less than 5,000 or 10,000. So I want to just give out some information on this podcast so they can, you know, sell, bootstrap themselves, you know, from whatever they are to 10,000 a month, and then we can help them out. Cool, cool. That's that. That's great. Well, hey, let's let's talk a little bit about PPC on Amazon. And yeah. you know, the the majority of the people who are listening to this are sort of seven and eight figure sellers off of Amazon, right? So we don't normally focus on Amazon here. So this is an interesting conversation. So let's chat about PPC on Amazon for brands who are just starting out. So let's say we've got you know, again, most of the guys on here are doing about ten million ish at least uh, who are listening to this podcast. There's maybe a few that are kind of in that lower sort of range, but people who now you know want to diversify onto Amazon. What do people need to think about when it comes to their PPC budget on Amazon? Where would you start with somebody who has no sales history on Amazon, but has a really strong brand off of Amazon? It's a very easy job. You know, if you already are doing it, you know, off Amazon and you want to come into Amazon, it's an easy job. So we worked with a few sellers like that. They were making, you know, a couple of million a month and they just wanted to jump onto Amazon. It's pretty easy because uh, the other way around is what we do. You know, you always start off with uh, the easy task and then move on to the hard task. So if you're already doing off Amazon, you know, 10 million, then you've done the hard part. Yes, yes. So moving on to Amazon is easy. What we usually recommend is you start with the audience retargeting. Okay. And then you move on to, you know, the broader part of the funnel. So you do the, you know, the narrow part of audience retargeting, which which saturates after some time. And then you go on to this retargeting business. It really depends, you know, the answer, how much budget you want is how much you're willing to spend. You know, it's like, how long is a piece of thread? You know, we don't know. Some people start off with $3,000. Some people start off with, you know, $50,000. But we have, you know, anything between this is okay. 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 Gotcha. So on, on Amazon, because I, let's pretend like I know absolutely nothing about this world at all. Yeah. You can then, you can actually retarget people who visit your specific product pages. Is that right? On, on Amazon? That's right. And one thing I could warn you is that uh, Amazon could be quite deadly, you know, like uh, it's because it's, uh, I think I wrote a blog post a long time back. Uh, Amazon makes more money by not selling than by, you know, selling your product. Because every time your product is shown to a you know, buyer, you know, they click on an ad and they make with a, you know, a, a click. Yeah. A money on a click. Yeah. So 10 clicks, you know, gets them more money than what they would do by selling that product. Uh, so it's in the best interest for them to, you know, sometimes not sell a product and then keep showing it to different sellers because people, you know, treat it like a casino. They want to, you know, pour money down the ads and lose everything. And then, you know, kind of go bankrupt. Uh, 90%, I think, of the sellers, uh, of the lower end sellers, you know, they go bankrupt within the first year. So if you don't know nothing about Amazon, you could do either, you know, learn something about it, you know, to see how you can, you know, constrain your budget or you hire a specialist. What should people, uh, so let's go back to the budget question for a second, because I I want to ask a more specific question. What percentage of the sale should people be willing to spend when they're first starting out as a brand who's already well known when they go on the Amazon platform? What percentage of the sale should they be willing to spend? So rather than asking, you know, what percentage of the spend, I think a good response we give is a what percentage growth should you keep to Amazon, right? Gotcha. So you should expect at least 5% of growth. It's technically, you know, we say even if you get 1% of the growth to Amazon and it's profitable, it's good. Yeah. But you need to have this consistent growth. And the growth that we target for at least initially is 5% at the bare minimum monthly growth. Gotcha. So this is 5% month over month growth. Yes. Yeah. You can't have it forever, of course. After, after some point, it saturates, and then you need to go for you know different kind of uh, targeting. But usually, we say you know try to keep it fifty fifty. At least you know half of your sales should come to Amazon at some point of time. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. That's that's super interesting. Let's talk about automation because I'd love to, to dig into that a little bit, especially for, you know, people who have been in the Shopify world for a long time. We kind of understand what you can automate, what you can't automate, what needs yeah. that human touch. Talk to me about Amazon PPC and why you think that automation is the best route forward when it comes to your PPC budgets. So think of, uh, you know, when you do PPC is like a uh, hundred years ago, how we used to manufacture, you know, you used to have thousands of people, you know, taking a stamp and then putting it on, on some of the products that were manufactured. And with automation, you know, is all of it is done by machines. So a lot of this PPC work is right now is boring, you know, mind killing, brain dead work. If you look at the keyword, you see how the bid has performed, you know, you see the uh, seasonality of it for each keyword, what it is, and then you adjust the bid. And you have to keep on doing it every single day. Yeah. Th- there is no art to it, you know, it's just mathematics, it's just science. So our take is you should not be doing this task you know there's no human that should be doing this task if it's a keyword and you can see what is the bid what is the performance the bid optimization should be done by algorithm you you know algorithms can do it 100 times fast with 100 times more accuracy you know so why not let algorithms do it uh, your job should be to provide a direction you know like i want to target this product i want to talk to this supplier i want to have this you know kind of a budget and i need this kind of a profit so the humans should do human work yeah. and let the ai do this automation work Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally all about that. Ganesh, what's a big mistake that you see people making when they first go on to Amazon, especially some of the the sellers, again, people who are listening to this who have been successful in the past? What are some of the big mistakes that you see when they move over to Amazon? Strangely, you know, like what I see is some of the mistakes are very beginner level mistakes. They hope it'll work out. So they say, okay, let's pour some money into ads and uh, I hope it works out, you know? So they don't measure it. They don't optimize it. If you can't measure it, you can't improve it. So they don't measure, you know, like what, what has been the spend. And uh, one thing to keep in mind that the ROAS on Amazon is much higher than what you would get in a Shopify or a WooCommerce. So some of our sellers, you know, they are really multi, multi-million, you know, figures. They have 1.2 to 2.3, you know, ROAS on Shopify. And they come to Amazon and they're surprised to see 5 to 8 ROAS. So, because Amazon itself is, you know, an e-commerce specific website. So it's easy to get 6 to 8% ROAS. So don't dump your money, measure it really well, have a, you know, idealistic expectation what, what your worth should be of what your growth should be. Yeah. And then, you know, do it in a very, very scientific way. Don't, you know, don't think with your heart because you will either be, uh, you know, either be lucky or you'll be wrong. Yeah. Uh, there is no such thing as right. This month's sponsor is Rep AI. Rep is the world's first ever AI-powered sales associate for e-commerce website. It's a sales-focused chatbot that uses AI to automatically identify and approach disengaged customers with a contextual and personalized conversation to upgrade customers' experience and increase sales. Just like in brick and mortar, it recommends products, answers product-related questions, and even upsells. So hit hellorep.ai slash upgrowth and get a two-week free trial plus 50% off for your first 12 months. Now back to today's episode. Uh, nice. I love that. Let's talk about uh, bidding on branded keywords. Is that something yeah. you want to do on Amazon and tell me the some of the reasons why? Absolutely. So this is the first thing that we do. You know, we target the branded keywords, but you have to remember it, it saturates very quickly. It's a good way to get, you know, rapidly some sales, but the sales, you know, kind of taper off. It, it kind of, you know, uh, tapers off at some point of a time. So once it starts tapering off, then you need to go into, you know, higher level targeting your competitors, targeting a different keyword uh, and so on, such things. But ideally, you know, targeting your brand keywords, especially if you have never been on Amazon and you're coming to Amazon, is highly, highly recommended. That would be the first step we would ask you to do. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. 
Okay, so branded keywords first. Uh, let's talk about competitor keywords. Is this something that th- that's part of the strategy? I, I'm kind of going off of my Google days, you know, uh, bidding on competitors' yeah. keywords. Is that something also that you're wanting to do? Is that is that in the same sort of vein? Absolutely, yeah. It depends on if you're doing you know sponsored brand, sponsored display, or something that advanced, which is uh, Amazon DSP. Yeah. But um, targeting, you know, competitor product, uh, targeting competitor keywords, and uh, finally the, the, you know, the exclusive something we do is uh, targeting competitor audience. If uh, you know some buyer has seen your competitor product and they go anywhere else, you know, off Amazon or on Amazon, they are being hounded by our product. So targeting, you know, the competitor audience is also a very powerful, you know, kind of a secret technique. Gotcha. So in twenty twenty two, what can people expect as far as uh, a return on ad spend on on Amazon? It depends on the category. I think so far the hardest that I've seen is uh, vitamin supplies, apparel. They are the hardest. Yeah. Easiest would be you know something with a natural, organic, you know, kind of a healthcare stuff. That's pretty easy. Usually, you know, if you're coming from a Shopify or WooCommerce, you can expect much better returns on an Amazon. Mm. And why is that? Why why would those people be able to expect more than than somebody just coming to the platform? Right. So if you think of a Shopify site, you know, that's selling, for example, coffee. A person goes to you know uh, to Google and they type coffee. Their intent is probably not to buy coffee. Their intent is to probably research the you know uh, scientific things of a coffee. They're probably trying to do something else with coffee. So only you know ten to twenty percent of the time their intent is to buy coffee. But if you go to Amazon and you search for coffee, you know your hundred percent your intent is to buy mm. coffee. Yeah, yeah. So the reason why people go on you know Facebook or Google is very different from the reason why people go to Amazon. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. That's great. Ganesh, let's let's talk about bootstrapping here. It was it was a question that we had yeah. before. I'd love to hear some ways because you know you've seen sellers scale up, right? Yeah. And, and essentially, I mean, there's guys. Most of you who are listening to this have probably taken investment at some point. But even if you've taken investment, you may not want to dilute your equity even more. Talk to me about some of your favorite bootstrapping techniques that you've seen. The easiest or the hardest, you know, at the same time is uh, what I call as uh, culling the losers. You know, so what you need to do is if you have some kind of a product and you think this product is, uh, you know, not performing well, you know, cutting your losses is the hardest thing for a human. You know, at some point thinking, okay, I had enough loss. I need to, before I get into more loss, I need to destroy this product. So when you have, you know, 10 product, you decide which are the two or three winners. You keep them. You know, you decide which are the two or the three losers. You you destroy them. And then, you know, you try to focus on the remaining part mm. to see if they can be winners. If not, just let them go. So keep your focus on few specific product. Try to increase your sales on the few specific, you know, specific product. And then keep on adding more variations or related product. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Ganesh, I got to ask you the question I ask everyone who comes on this podcast. What yeah. is your secret to scaling? Wow. Okay. The secret to scaling is the same as the secret to bootstrap. Focus on few product. Try to scale that up and then keep on adding more products to it. We have a tried and you know trusted, I wouldn't call it secret. The way is uh, you put up a few product, uh, you put up some product insert, you know, you focus on your website. You also, you know, there's something uh, Amazon has launched, which is called as a transparency. You put a QR label, yeah. uh, customers can scan it and know that it's uh, genuine. And you can also add some kind of, a, you know, additional information about that product yeah. on that, you know, on the scan. So this can also, you know, give you a brand organization, you know, brand management. Yeah. So that's something that you can do. But ideally, I would say keep your focus narrow, keep your focus, you know, short and just try to focus on scaling that part of your business. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Uh, before I've got three more questions for you, but before that, I want to ask you one more question. What are your thoughts on walmart.com and walmart.ca right now? Where do you see them going in the next few years? Do you see them being a serious competitor to Amazon? And is it worth getting on there now? Uh, I'm not the you know most qualified person to answer that partially because uh, you know how they have the fulfillment service. Yes. And uh, Amazon works with the uh, 
But one thing you know, people always mistake about Amazon is Amazon is very startup friendly. They are they're extremely startup friendly, and uh, they they work a lot with the sellers. You know, in spite of sellers having a negative connotation about it, and they also work a lot with the devs. You know, we have uh, business managers that reach out, project managers that reach out. So Walmart is really really highly catered. They don't allow you into fulfillment service. They don't allow you into the dev access. They, they're not really you know a tech company. They're more of a you know a retail store. Yeah. So they will lose out on the tech part of it. That's my opinion. You know, I could be right. I could be wrong. I, it's hard to say. But so far, from what I've seen, the severely lag in everything. And the problems that are plaguing, you know, Amazon are the same problem that plagues uh, Walmart. I don't think Walmart is learning anything from Amazon. Okay, great answer. Three questions left for you, Ganesh. I hope you're ready. Yes, I am. Awesome. Perfect. Favorite tool <laughs> or app that you're using? Well, that's a biased question. Of course, I would say it's my tool is a favorite one, right? Hey, hello. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. That's great. Give me a couple reasons. Why? Why AI hello? Because you, you're not supposed to do this, you know, boring mundane job of, you know, PPC automation, you know, doing the bidding up and down, doing the, you know, keyword, transferring the keyword from automatic to manual campaign, creating the campaign, creating the campaign takes time, you know, you have to find the right keyword, we automate all of it. So if you are starting out a business right now, you could be up and running within 10 minutes. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Second question for your favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now. Well, I started off reading The Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It's an extremely, you know, cliche, but a really, you know, good way. There's a difference between the rich people and the poor people. And it's uh, it's a lot with mentality. You know, like uh, my parents never taught me, you know, totally. all the things that come with, you know, building a trust fund, you know, building a you know, investment, putting into stocks, you know, starting Amazon business. They were all about nine to five job, you know, become a doctor, become an engineer, yeah. which, which is not, you know, I don't know, which you could have a satisfying life, but you want to become a successful person, you know, you need a different kind of mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I, that's something I see on this podcast in 300 and whatever episodes we're on that we have never talked about before. Yeah. Rich Dad, Poor Dad is an incredible foundational book. Essentially, to break it down to its easiest component is buy assets and not liabilities, right? Just continually yeah. buy things that produce cash. I actually look in, sure. in my personal life and I look at uh, people around me and I'm like, hey, you probably make like a similar amount a year, but you're not buying assets that then spit more cash out, right? And yeah. to me, that's the magic, right? It's like once you realize you're like, oh, I have all of this passive stuff that I've just invested in because I didn't want to buy, you know, a $300,000 car, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, it's sure. amazing and totally, totally life changing. Um, so if you have not read that, it's just it's a, one of those foundational books to read. Right. And people have so much cash sitting it, they just put it, dump it into a, a CD or a bank and they say, okay, or better would be to invest in an index money. No, better would be to put it in an ETF, which gives you know, better returns. There are, of course, other ways to do it as well. Totally. But when your parents don't teach you about it, you know, uh, we have to learn it on your own. So that's the difference between a rich dad and a poor dad, you know, what they teach. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Ganesh, last, last question for you. If you could sit down with anybody, yes. you get an hour with yeah. them. Yeah. It can't be Elon Musk. Who would it be? Oh, my God. That's an extremely hard question. I think if I had to choose, I think it would be uh, Salman Khan the, from the Khan Academy. He's very knowledgeable. Uh, he knows his stuff. There are lots of person, you know, like if it's one hour, I would choose 10 minutes with each. You know, the, the CEO <laughs> no one's of JP Morgan. That you know? That's a good, yeah. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, I think if I had to choose, yeah, Salman Khan would be pretty good. He's he's very interesting to listen to. Uh, there's the CEO of JP Morgan, you know, uh, kind of verified and for the right reason. He knows a lot of the stuff, you know, about, about the economy. Yeah. Too many brilliant people around, you know. I'm always inspired by them. Awesome. One guy, last guy is the founder of MailChimp, actually. So I read his, you know, articles a lot and I'm very, very, very inspired by him. It's actually a very good read. It's a small article that he wrote. Yeah. Uh, when you're bootstrapping, you know, there is no one coming to help you. It's just you on your own. Yeah. 
Uh, that resonated with me a lot. Yeah, and Mailchimp was bootstrapped until they sold to Intuit. So yes. that was a yeah. that's an incredible story. I don't know how they did it. Yeah, it was interesting, but they did it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Ganesh, yeah. great great conversation. Where can people find out more about you and more about AI Hello? So just go to ahello.com. You can see us. We're also on the partner directory for Amazon. So that's where you can reach out. You know, just send an email to Ganesh at ahello.com. You know, and I'll, uh... Awesome, guys. And we'll make sure to put all of that in the show notes if you guys are interested as well. Ganesh, thanks again so much for your time today. Thank you, Jordan. Hey, guys. We hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So... If you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.